Good evening, America. Welcome to Boots on the Street Podcast. I'm your host, the Red Baron. Man, we're going to have a serious conversation tonight because I'm catching my black Americans slipping like crazy out here. I've been watching us for a while and we're slipping. And a lot of Americans and people in America take us as some sucker ass Negroes. They do. And it stemmed from our grandparents and our parents, all this turn the other cheek shit, this uh, weak Christian church, um, love your enemies crap, and everybody is getting off on us. It's like showing up to a, a party and soon you walk through the door, 10 people snuff you in your jaw. And you say, oh, that's all right. I'm going to buy all 10 of y'all a drink. And you probably say, where are you going with this? Well, I'm going to get straight into it. Look, the rapper Yellow Wolf has been aired out as being a racist. Now, if you don't know who Yellow Wolf is, he's a rapper, I think, from, I don't know, Tennessee, somewhere, one of these damn fucked up states. And he was under Eminem. He was under Eminem. And before I jump into it, before you say, well, look, man, he's on Eminem. He was cool. Shut the hell up. Because Eminem dropped him from Shady's record. They wasn't getting along. Eminem was open about it. They was not getting along. They had major differences about stuff. And what the differences was, and I know some of y'all might not like Eminem, but look, Eminem was literally raised up around black people, black culture. Uh, you know, he's a white guy. And that doesn't change the fact he's a white guy. But we're talking about day-to-day lifestyle, your culture. Yellow Wolf was a redneck white guy that had some lyrical skills and Shady saw potential in him and he gave him a record deal. But over time, Shady saw like, yo, man, you out here saying things and doing things and wearing things. You probably say, well, saying what, Red Baron? Saying things about the Confederate flag in regards to there's nothing wrong with it. And keep in mind, you can look it up on YouTube. I'm not making it up as the Red Baron. He put out a whole damn song defending the rebel flag and his friends that fly the rebel flag. Now, if you don't know anything about uh, the rebel flag culture, like I had a friend of mine that was half white, half Asian. She tried to defend the shit. I said, that goddamn rebel flag don't even represent you. You come down south to the good old Dixie Boy State. I said, you go to Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, parts of Carolina. They run your goddamn half Asian ass up out of them damn towns. See, some northern folks don't know too much about this shit. They live in a little suburban area and stuff. They don't know too much about it. I said, it ain't about the damn color of your skin. And that's how most liberal white or white people up north think. They think it's all about the skin color. No, it's not. It's about who the fuck you are, your lineage. Your lineage. And if you ain't Dixie White, these Dixie white guys ain't fucking with you. That means to you Italians out there, you ain't Dixie white. You Irish boys out there, you ain't Dixie white. You Norwegians, you ain't Dixie right. You Polish, you not Dixie white. French, uh, uh, Hungarian, where the fuck you are, you ain't Dixie white. That means your ass is liable to get strung up in a tree down here in the damn dirty, dirty, dirty South. Just as easy as a damn black person. Maybe even easier. Because I told y'all before, black Americans in the South and white Americans in the South share the same culture, similar cultures. Only thing separate us is our racial history. But we share similar cultures. 
we walk in a room, we see the same shit from the same perspective. Shit that you white folks or half white and whatever you are, you don't see the same shit that a Dixie guy down here see. He ain't rocking with you. Because you from some faraway land. To him, it's about that damn, if you ain't from the goddamn dirty, dirty South, motherfucker, you ain't American. That's point blank. But back to Yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf, what happened was, uh, what was the rapper name? What was the rapper name? Royce 59 sent one of his protégés to go work with Yellow Wolf in his state. He sent them down there, you know, to learn some skills and do a few songs with him and stuff. And when he got down there, it was a white DJ DJing for Yellow Wolf. And the white DJ saying all this nigger. Now, I'm not saying nigger because white people don't understand the difference. Cause I have been around white people and they say, yeah, man, these niggers. And they trying to sound cool. But white people have a natural racist spirit about them. So they tongue automatically say nigger. They don't understand when black people talking. We be like, yo, what up, nigger, man? Man, that nigga was acting up today. We said nigger with an A at the end. They saying nigger with a hard ass R at the end. A hard ass R at the end. And that's my southern accent called hard ass R at the end. There's a difference. I ain't even heard up in New York. People talking about, yeah, man, them niggers over there. And they try to sound cool and they saying nigger and don't realize there's difference between nigger and nigger. And some of y'all might say, no, they ain't. There ain't no damn difference. Yeah, it is. Because as black people, we take shit that's been dished out to us and we turn it around and make it into something good. Just like some of the food dishes when we were on the plantation that the slave master gave us, we turn around and made it into a main uh, southern black dish today, right? That even white folks eat. But the difference between nigger and nigger. Nigger, you get punched in the fucking mouth. Nigger, that's a form of dimly. That's my, that's my man over there. That's my nigger. That's my, we cool. Now, people may say, well, y'all shouldn't say that, and we can't say it. Look, I don't go to work and say nigga when I'm sitting behind my desk in the cubicle. I, I don't say that at the job. Now, if I'm around my frat brother or my brother or a cousin or somebody, and it turns out like, man, them niggas over there acting crazy. See how we say that? We don't say, well, them niggers over there. See, that's a whole different tone. And white folks, you'll never understand that because genetically, by nature, you have some form of racism in you that prevents you from seeing the difference. From seeing the difference. So anyway, the, the DJ called Royce 59 protege a nigger. And kept he was calling him like saying nigger this and nigger that. And finally, the protege got upset. And I was the white guy that must didn't feel threatened by Royce 59 protege, which was black. He didn't feel too threatened by this black guy. And that's happened to a lot of you black brothers out here today because you've been so damn desensitized in American society where they done put dresses on you, tutus on you, they done feminized you. So white guys ain't afraid of your ass anymore. Unless you in somewhere like Chicago, Compton, somewhere like that, then maybe they'll think, or, or deep parts of Miami, you know, with the Haitians and stuff, maybe they'll fear you down there in them areas. But other than that, the average black American, I go out to lounges on Wednesday night. There are a lot of soft niggas out there. These niggas look soft, man. If the clan ran up in them damn lines and start uh, raping black women and killing them, not too many of them damn niggas will do anything. They'll get slapped around themselves. Not too many. It may be about five motherfuckers in the whole damn spot that'll stand up. 
And that's how white people take us nowadays. Like, like in the 80s, I'm old school. I'm from I'm 40 years old. In the 80s, white people were scared of black people. You have two, one or two black people on the sidewalk, they'll step off the sidewalk and go around it. Fast forward to 2020, the motherfucker walk right through you while you're in the middle of talking to your homeboy. Because they ain't threatened by you. They know you ain't gonna do shit. You just all mouth. A lot of you just all mouth. So back to the storyline. Let me let me stay on the storyline here. Royce Five Nine sends his protege down to work with Yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf DJ is DJing. He's hanging out with Yellow Wolf DJ, and Yellow Wolf DJ starts talking about nigger this, nigger that, and he's saying it with a hard ass R. So he go up to Yellow Wolf. He say, "Hey man, I don't appreciate your DJ using the N word like that, talking about nigger this and nigger that." And Yellow Wolf say, "Hey, look, partner, if you come down here, you're gonna work with us." You got you gonna take that you gonna you gonna take that word because we use that down here and you gonna take that hard ass R that go wrong go along with it meaning you gonna take us saying nigger you gonna take it and you gonna shut the fuck up or you gonna go back home you gonna go back home because that's how we talk down here we ain't changing it up for nobody so the protege contacted Royce by nine man he motherfucker down here using nigger and this and that and saying all this racist shit and Confederate flags flying around. So Royce 59 is like, yo, we should be in the same fucking camp. We should be in the same camp. So Royce 59 got fed up with the bullshit and wrote a damn diss track on. You can tune in on YouTube. He wrote a whole damn diss song dissing Yellow Wolf. Lord Jamar warned y'all on Vlad TV. Lord Jamar warned y'all on Vlad TV. Lord Jamar from Brand Newbie, a legend to me. Salute you, Lord Jamar. I met you back in uh Westchester White Plains the year was probably 1990 I met you, it was me and my homeboy uh, Aubrey Hunt we met you at the mall in White Plains salute you brother salute you man, you an icon that whole brand Nubian album man, yo, Lord Jamal on the real man, Grand Poopoo was nice but you was always my favorite rapper in the clique shout out to Lord Jamal but Lauren Jamar warned y'all on Vlad TV numerous times about Yellow Wolf and these white rappers coming into hip-hop and disrespecting the culture and disrespecting the people. And he said, y'all are visitors. You are guests in the hip-hop culture. This is not your culture. We allow you to come in. And you need to honor us. He warned y'all. And somebody said, what do you mean, man? Hip-hop is for everybody. Shut the fuck up. Because if I'm a black guy singing country music and I start singing shit, take Lil Nas X. Look how many damn white country music artists came down on his ass when he was still, he did that song. Old Town, Old Town, or Old Town Road, or where the hell is it? Look how many times, how many white uh, uh, western country music singers came down on him. And then when he got the deal with the Wrangler Jeans, they were still talking shit about him. Cause they didn't want that damn nigga in their music. But as usual, black Americans, y'all give your culture up so easy to everybody. To everybody. You give it up so easy. That's why nobody value us. Everything we have, y'all give it up. We gave up blues. That was us. Gave up rock and roll. That was us. Gave up jazz. That was us. Classical music. That was us. Now hip hop, you give that up. Everything we give up. 
dreadlocks, give it up. Cornrows, give it up. Black woman, give it up. Black kids, give it up. What the fuck we hold on for ourselves? We the only race that do it. You don't see Asians do it. You don't see the damn Jamaicans do it. You don't see no other group of people do this shit. Arab, nobody do it, but black Americans. We don't hold on to nothing for a cultural endearment. Everything, we got to be the fucking melting pot Negroes. And America knows that. And they see us as soft and weak. And that's why you got rappers like Yellow Wolf calling other black males and rappers nigger and telling them you're going to take that shit. You're going to take it and deal with it. I mean, what do you expect? Our women, first sign of family trouble, they run straight to the white family court system. Lock their own black men up. What do you expect? Black men, you do your fuckboy shit too. You'll fight with another black guy in the damn bar and shit, but you won't say nothing to them white boys calling you nigger down the damn street or the Klan coming through your community. I wonder, they said the Klan came through Williamsburg County, South Carolina a few weeks back. A lot of motherfuckers talk shit down there in that town. A lot of people talk junk down there in that town to each other. A lot of people talk trash down there in that town to each other, to other black people. Snitch on other black people. Spy on other black people. Got a lot of mouth. Want to talk trash, talking about who could come to their house and can't come to their house. Well, guess what? Won't you go talk trash to the clan? Did you go out there and talk trash to the clan? When they were marching down your street? Marching past your cemeteries? Did you go out there and talk trash to them? No, you shut the hell up and went home with your tail between your legs. This is a problem in black culture. And people like Yellow Wolf, they know that. We sat there and allowed this man to disrespect Lord Jamar. When Lord Jamar was pointing out something that was factual, which unfortunately we see it came to truth because Royce 5'9 protege had a problem with Yellow Wolf. Eminem himself had a problem with Yellow Wolf. That whole squad they run with, uh, what's his name? Ryan Upchurch and all of them. It's a whole bunch of them. Them cats is known racist. Diesel gang, they known racist. But they singing our music and have no respect for us. Tonight conversation, what the problem is with black America where we're allowing other people to come and steal our culture and use it against us and disrespect us within our own house. And excuse me if I'm using a little bit of profanity. I've been out sipping on a little bit of stuff tonight. So I'm turned up. And then I, I got wind of this. I'm turned up. If you don't like it, fucking go find another damn podcast to listen to. Probably a Yellow Wolf support, uh, supporter anyway. I ain't never liked his damn music. Claiming he's Indian. Without a fuck you Indian, man. It's in the damn textbook. Indian with brown skin, damn people. I'm tired of white people claiming Indian heritage. They clearly said when the damn slaves ran off the plantation, the slave master could not tell who was who because the slave and the Indian looked just alike. So if you a white guy and I'm a damn in- and I'm a slave and I run out in the woods and you a white looking man, pale skin, the slave master going to tell that's my goddamn slave. Give me my slave back. You, y'all see how y'all let them fool y'all with history and different bullshit? Man, black America, y'all better stop. Y'all better start stepping up. You becoming a doormat 
to white supremacists. You becoming a damn doormat. They wipe their damn feet on you and, and spit on you and say, screw you. Now, Yellow Wolf, y'all might say, wait a minute, Yellow Wolf married to a black woman. Yeah, guess what? That makes it worse. You married to a black woman with biracial kids and you using the damn N-word like that. Now, I'm a black man with three children. And I might say nigga around my homeboys, but I don't talk like that in front of my children. I don't t- I don't use profanity in front of my children. I don't use uh, derogatory terms or I don't use certain slang in front of my children. And I'm a black man with black kids. My wife is black. But this man here, you think he'll be more sensitive to the fact that since he had black kids that he wouldn't be using the N-word like that. But let me tell y'all something. You go to Lexington, South Carolina. That's right. Lexington, South Carolina. Red Bank. The racist area in Columbia. The most racist area in Columbia, South Carolina. Red Bank, South Carolina. You go to that goddamn Walmart, you see the most largest amount of biracial kids throughout the whole goddamn state walking around in there. Now, them white grandparents can't stand no black folks, no nigger women, no nigger men, but boy, they love them biracial kids to death. And a lot of them white folks is tied to the Ku Klux Klan in Lexington County, especially Red Bank. But they got biracial kids. And boy, if you touch their biracial kids or talk bad about it, they'll kill you. And that's a common thing throughout the South. You'll find white folks that got biracial grandkids and shit. They can't stand damn niggas, but boy, they love them biracial kids to death. You got clan members with damn biracial grandkids. So if you still listen to Yellow Wolf in 2020, go kill yourself. The man wrote a whole song defending the Confederate flag and anybody that flies. A whole song. Eminem, himself that brought Yellow Wolf into the rap game, has distanced himself from Yellow Wolf. What that tells you. So why would you defend this man if Eminem himself is saying, nah, I can't get down with you? What that tells you. The man's a known racist. His whole squad is racist. Ryan Upchurch, Diesel Gang, all of them known racist. He said, you got, I got friends of mine from New York talking about, oh, well, if they want to support the Confederate flag, I can't stop nobody what they believe. What the fuck you mean? How you going to say you pro-America? That Confederate flag is not pro-American. I served the United States Army. My flag on my damn uh, ACU uniform is a American flag. I, I got sworn in under American flag, not the Confederate flag. So how you going to tell me you support people supporting the damn Confederate flag, but you talking about you pro-America? No, the fuck you ain't pro-America. You ain't no pro-American. You pro-American, you, su- you support the damn American flag. The Confederates lost. They became enemies of the country, and they lost. Gotta stop with the nonsense, man. It's 2020. Please, please, please. Let's stop with the fuckery. All right? Look in the mirror, realize who you are, and stop co-signing on people doing things that is disrespecting your culture. Like Lord Jamar said, white people are guests and they will always be guests. This is not your music. This music was formed in Fidelia that, that's young and you don't know shit about the origins of hip-hop. Origins of hip-hop was formulated because it was it represented an underclass of people that was oppressed. People that were living in poverty. 
I'm not talking to these young rappers they with dreads and skinny jeans on and gold chains around their neck. Man, if you look at the old school rappers, the motherfucker didn't have no damn gold chain around their neck. The old, old school rappers, Just Ice and all them, man, they had African medallions and tight faded jeans on and a, and a beat up bummer jacket because they, they was coming out of poverty out of the Bronx and stuff in Queens. I mean, Queens guys was more flashy, but origin of hip hop was about people living in poverty in the struggle. Oppressed race, race, which was us. We let them take everything. And then you know what's funny? I myself, I got cornrows. Now, I work in a job 99.9% black, so nobody say nothing to me about my hair. But if I go on another job and a white person comes to work with cornrows, oh, it's fashionable. I come to work with cornrows, it's ghetto. It's ghetto. I remember in the 90s when I tried to grow dreadlocks back then. Oh, even black people. You don't want that shit in your hair? That nappy, kinky shit in your hair? Oh, you ain't gonna get no job. You know, black Americans, especially that baby boom generation and civil rights Negroes, though, them niggas were scared as hell of white policies and laws. They were scared as hell. When white boy come to work with dreads in his head, oh, it's fashionable. It looks cool. But if I wear dreads in my hair, the cops want to pull me over. They think I'm selling weed or some shit. Everything about us is negative. But when white people do it, oh, it's cool and it's a trend. Black woman wear braids. She's a hood rat. White woman wear braids. Oh, it's a trend. She's like Bo Derek. Y'all don't know who Bo Derek is. A lot of y'all listen to the show because before your time. And I'm not anti-white. Yo, yo, you saying bad shit about white people? Fuck you. No, I'm not. I'm speaking the truth about being black in America. My cultural experience. Because it's my culture that's getting jacked. They're not playing rock and roll music at, at, NBA, at uh, NBA games. They're not playing rock and roll music on video games anymore. It's hip-hop. I remember when rap music was not marketable. It was something to look down on. See, y'all don't know about a lot of this stuff. A lot of y'all, especially if you're your 20, you've been neutralized where you're so distant from slavery, Jim Crow, civil rights movement, where you just feel like you're just floating around. Right? Then most of you ain't got no father or nothing. So there's nobody to teach you about the civil rights movement, slavery, Jim Crow, none of that. There's nothing, you don't even know who your fucking grandparents are, a lot of you. So these topics don't affect you the same way it does my generation. You don't see why we're so upset. When you turn 40, you ain't gonna be, you already ain't worth shit in America. When you turn 40, you definitely ain't gonna be worth shit. People gonna be stepping over you on the sidewalk. That's how at the bottom of the pole you're gonna be. Because you constantly letting yourself be neutralized to the truth about racism. But I'm not gonna hold y'all. Bottom line is, stop fucking supporting Yellow Wolf Music. Fuck him, fuck his whole clique, fuck the Confederate flag. Anybody else that support Confederate flag, fuck you too. Go eat a dick. And this is the Red Baron signing off. I'm your host. You can find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, look me up on iTunes, all that. By the way, um, Yellow Wolf, and to you and your DJ, fuck you with a big ass F, a hard F, and a damn hard black dick. Bye.